jerk You know it's time to get this work The real raw, gutter, uncut cocaine No political corrections Always sleep, fuck being awoke We discuss politics and jokes Cry, we lick There's levels to this shit Before you were sucking on your mama's tit Aries Spears don't give a fuck We talk about race a lot, racism Sexism Much love to my loyal bitch bag holders Rollers, clip loaders We got them in the folders The whole world on our shoulders Spears and Steinberg Yeah! Suicide And all of y'all know my style I excel, then prevail Run up and get trust up Suicide, that's it And all of y'all know my style This O-Steve is brought to you by Frank Williams <sighs> Doctor, tell me what it is What happened, doctor? Listen, Magic, um, I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, I know you were recently in Vegas. Uh-huh. But apparently, not everything that happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. What do you mean? It seems that you have contracted the HIV virus. Oh, no. Magic got to him. You know, I got to say, doctor, damn. <sighs> this is going, ooh, Cookie going to be pissed off at me. So what happened next, Doc? I probably should get in contact with all the people I've been in contact with. I wonder, for the basketball season, if I'm going to even make the playoff. Hmm. Do you What's, know how you might have got it? You know, now that Magic think about it, I feel like it might have been Toya, Ashley, Brittany, Jasmine, Stacy, Barbara. Oh, when I was at the MGM, it was Steve. Hey, Steve, this is Magic. I want to say to you, sorry that you have HIV in this skit, but look at the bright side. At least you had sex with Magic, and it was magical. I don't know if I like this one. I like it. I know you do. I like it. I don't know. I think when it, the timing, when, especially when the music comes in. It'll be good. Yeah. yeah okay. It'll come together. Um, all right. And it was just Steve. There was no Steve. Yeah. Well, Magic leaves off letters and words. Because okay. he always goes, you know, it's important that when you get to the playoff, he forgets S as needed. So, yeah, he would have forgotten. He's doing a lot more interviews now. He, he's got it down. Yeah. He forgot the old Steve. Oh, and then there was Steve. Oh, and there was Steve. Yeah. Um, here. Uh, pardon me while I scroll. Can I read? Ugh. All right, here we go. Let's just give make him feel good. Tears in the bathtub <laughs> Kulsh K Patrice strikes again Kulsh Aries the Animal Steel And Andreas GTA 3000 I've been binge listening To the Black Phillips show 
Once again, Patrice makes this point of view, stating making the relationships work better for you as in the man will make entire system of the relationship better. Making it better for her will not make him happy. He goes on to say, there are things that go on with men that women don't really give a fuck about because we don't bleed with our bullshit. He ends it by saying women are like fish. They are moment to moment. On Tuesday, she loves me. Thursday, I'm the worst motherfucker. Coach, I'd love to know what exactly is. The, he's all he did say it. So you got this from the Black Phillips show? Because I think when you said the thing about the fish, I'm thinking you got that part from the elephant in the room stand-up special when you talked about men being sport fishermen. I thought he got it from under the sea. Oh. Good. The cartoon, right? No. Under the sea. Yeah, well, just because he's under the sea. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but is that actually from the Black Phillips show? Um, and you know what? Let me not contradict myself. If I'm really a fan and I say do your homework, you got to soak it all in. Um, and like I said, I didn't really want to listen to the Black Phillips show because I just love the chemistry between Patrice, Opie, and Anthony. And him with the girl and Dante Nero, De Nero, Dante Nero or whatever Dante's name is. I just don't like that chemistry. Um, but if I'm a fan of Patrice the way I say I am, and if I'm going to be held accountable to my own words, I got to do the homework, even when you don't like the assignment. Uh, so I'm going to start listening to Black Phillip. Uh, anything for Coach before? Uh, no, I, you know, I, I, I think he's stating something that is kind of obvious. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, but as people, we do that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Um, Corey Vaughn. Oh, I didn't, pardon me. Tears in the bathtub. I had to give it the ending. Yeah. Uh, Corey Vaughn. First time, uh, long time. Uh, Aries been a fan since the jump. I have a question if you have the time. Well, certainly, sir. <laughs> I was curious. <laughs> what was I going to do right now? Go, ah, shit. Corey, I ain't got the time. Um, I was curious if you would ever do a Mad TV stand-up tour with some of your castmates. I would love to see you, Artie, Callan, and Deborah. But when anyone asks you in interviews, if you keep in touch, you seem to brush it off like you're not cool with them. No, I'm, I've never done that. I've always been very specific in my answer. I've always said, yeah, uh, we don't see each other much, so it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. Um, but... Also, do you see yourself getting a career resurgence since the Lizzo nonsense and the unfortunate attack on you and Tiffany's character? Hey, man, in America, anything is possible. It's the beauty of America. Uh, you are definitely on my Mount Rushmore stand-up. Uh, it goes you, Patrice, Chappelle, and Eddie Murphy. And in case you were wondering, I'm a white guy, LOL. Much love, Aries. A lot of assumptions, brother. I have the time and I wasn't curious, <laughs> but since you, you know, hello, white guy, uh, much love Aries and keep doing you. And always remember, keep your head up. Uh, thank you, Corey. Um, 
You know, of the Mad TV cast members that do stand-up, I know it's uh, Artie, Brian, Mo Collins, Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. Deborah doesn't do stand-up. Oh, and Bobby Lee. Um, be an interesting... Uh, yeah, well, I, I, you know, I wouldn't be against it. Uh, I wouldn't be against it. Why would, yeah, I wouldn't be against it. Um, anytime you get a chance to touch the stage and be surrounded by other funny people, yeah, it's, it could be a, a nice party. Um, Artie isn't doing comedy right now. Right. Uh, Michael McDonald, I think, is a really funny comic. I mean, it's I would a, love to see a stand-up. It, it, he's a, he, it's, it's good stand-up. Really? Yeah, it's, 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 <clears throat> it's, uh, it's Michael McDonald, though. I mean, it's, it's right. him. It's not, uh, um, I'm, there's no way to say it. It's just funny. I, I, like, I like different styles. He has his own style. Right. So he was good. Uh, I can't, and I just can't picture you and Bobby Lee on stage. Yeah, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. And you know, I, listen, I know it's the holidays, uh, but I gotta say this, dude. And I know maybe even against your, your my against your in my head inner wishes, you probably would go, don't. But listen, when I watched the Diane Laughing documentary, <laughs> Bobby Lee's just doesn't fucking do it for me because, and here's why. He always comes off like he is trying to be funny, trying to be shocking, trying to be deep, as opposed to people who just naturally are. It feels so forced with Bobby to me. Bobby told this story on the documentary. He goes, yeah, I remember one time I went on stage and they were, they were talking about, they were doing a thing about bombing. And he goes, I just want to stage. And I just, I started making noises. I, I just want to stage. It was like, and I blacked out. I'm, nigga, do, I, do you have anything interesting to say? I, it, it just feels like he's trying as opposed to doing. He annoys me, man. I'm sorry. I think he lets his insecurities come out on stage. I think he can be very interesting on stage as a, as a stand-up. But I see moments of... of like w- the word that you used was trying, trying to do something. But he's experimental though too. To get we it. all are. Yeah, but I think he he lets the rawness of it happen. Some raw is dangerous. It's like salmonella. You got to cook that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, raw foods consumed is dangerous. You know, I I know that you two, um, you know, don't don't see eye to eye. Let's put it that way. That's an easy way to put it. But you know he he's an interesting person in his own right. I just think that you guys got entered, you guys got put together in a. I don't think if you guys weren't on Mad TV and if it wasn't for that the 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 things that you guys have with each other, would you you guys would probably get along fine? I don't know, I don't know, because you know, and I'm all for, and I'm in the business of funny. I'm all for whatever gets the funny. I would never, I guess I'd never put a rule on what gets the funny because that's the objective. I don't know. And I don't want to use the word hacky, but it's stick. It just feels like with him, it's stick. Watch me get naked. Okay. It's stick. Ugh. You know, that'd be funny just to see you, Burt Kreischer, and Bobby Lee all on stage, no shirt on. The no shirt tour. No shirt tour. 
Right. <laughs> what if it was instead of no shirts, no pants? Bobby's fine with that. Oh, he'd he, be absolutely. Yeah, you know, does he just that. say he just goes? Yeah, because he goes to his underwear. Right. You think a guy could perform naked from the waist down, and a, the audience would ever get past the distraction of it to finally listen to the jokes? He'd have to have a really nice tie on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> but seriously, give it a try. You, give you it think, a try. No, I'm not. I'm not I'm, no, 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 no. Listen, if, if my package was motherfucking worthy, nigga, I would do it. But I, my package, nigga, I'm my. I told you, my dick before hard on is Bill Bixby. Once I got to be the Hulk. I heard uh, uh, prior got naked before completely and walked across the stage while another comic was on. Yeah, see, that's that's bold, but that's quick. I mean, do your whole oh, hour yeah, you know. with your dick and balls out. You know, we say this is the most raw form of entertainment. It's right. just a, you and a mic. Right. It, but you're dressed. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm seriously going, you know how great your material would have to be for the audience to finally settle in and accept that you are doing stand-up with your cock and balls out and they get past the shock of it and really start listening to the jokes. What if it was that a nudist colony? Nah, 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 no. That takes the danger out of it because everybody's <laughs> naked. The danger is you're the only one it's and naked. the audience is forced, especially dudes, to have to look at your cock and dick while you're telling jokes. Could you imagine like, and you, and you just kind of stand close to the dude's girl? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Listen, <laughs> this is the one time where Every there is a potential fight every other second, especially if your package was a hammer and you get anywhere near a nigga's bitch. That you know, that's the thing. I think if you had a really teeny dick, you could get up there and people would laugh and yes. they'd get past it. They get past it, but if but you, had, you if you came with a piece, if you came with a fucking kayak, nigga, <laughs> it'd be a problem. Right. <laughs> You know, dudes are heckled, nigga. The fuck is wrong with you? Put your fucking pants on. <laughs> you know, you're right, though. Seriously, if your shit was a thimble, yeah. you're the butt of the joke. Yeah. You're the, so, yeah. But if you were bigger than everybody else in the room. Oh. If your dick was the size of Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Google Mighty Joe Young. Uh, okay. I was going to do an impression of the black dude at the uh, comedy club. Bad? Because the dick is out? Get out of that gay shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 Every time a dick, anytime a dick comes into the conversation, right. it's gay shit. Man, go ahead with that fag shit, nigga. <laughs> right. All right. Sergio Sosa. Um... Oh, wait. I'll read the second part of his. You don't like the first? Well, not that I don't like it, but I'm trying to honor his wish. Okay, good. That makes sense. Uh, my advice would be that whoever makes a comment, be it Faison, Epps, Holcomb, or anyone, keep your cool and don't respond or lash out because 
When you do that, then you lower yourself to their level. This too shall pass, and those that criticize you one day will one day suffer their own strife and regret adding their two cents when people make change of them. Keep your head up. Still got your back day one. Sergio Sosa. Uh, I'm only say this, and I'm, you know, I'm like I said, I'm at the point now where I'm done with it because I just understand how ridiculous it is to waste this kind of time. The one thing I saw recently <clears throat> where Corey went at me, and this is where, again, people are even, and I'm glad they're doing it because, again, like you said with Ice-T, it doesn't have to be me doing it, but I'm glad other people are pointing out the bullshit, the hypocrisy, and that he's giving Tiffany a pass and dogging the shit out of me when everybody in the comments was like, nah, nigga, they're both equally responsible. So you're being a hypocrite just because you got a beef with Aries. But he says in the, in the caption, I should off myself. And people were like, Corey, we understand you guys got a beef, but nigga, turn it down. You're telling this man to kill himself? There's a such thing as going too far. Um, but, you know, that's just the kind of spirit and heart he is. So, well, let, let that whatever, man. Well, he's holding on to, to the problem. Right. You got past the problem. But, you know, whatever. I mean, I would never tell somebody to, you know what I mean? Even if I thought it. Well, I might tell someone that. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, William Johnson, uh, Aries Lovitz. That was a funny mistake. Aries Lovitz. That's all he wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That's a... That's a uh, that's another Dahmer piece in me. Yeah, there it is. Aries love it. Hi. Why? I'm Smith. What if I just, when I burped, that was always what it was. <laughs> I'm Smith. <laughs> Somebody I just ate. Hi. Aries Spaz. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Renee Grant. Loyalty. Um, hey, guys. Hope all is well. Just want to shout out Andy. I, I want to read this for standing ten toes down. Um, you know that saying ten toes down. Something about that is weird to me because technically you're ten toes flat. If you were to put your feet ten toes down, yeah, but it's like you're doing this, like you got San Francisco wrists. But isn't it like thumbs up? So that's why it's ten toes down. I don't, what do you mean thumbs up? You know, a lot of people go thumbs up, so. But I don't know that there's an association with I, I, thumbs I, I, up. I know, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I know ten toes, 10 toes down is to say you're all in. Like you are 10 toes down, yeah. you're all in. But my visual on 10 toes down is two feet arching. <laughs> so your feet are pointing down and it's very <laughs> saucy. It's a zestiness to 10 toes down. When technically, again, your feet are 10 toes flat. Straightforward. Straightforward. Yeah. Um, giving you direction. Giving you direction. There you go. Uh, Andy, you are a part of, the, of a rare breed. Even with the dysfunction of your brain. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> I love it how sometimes people make you out to just almost be a retard. Man. Dude, I, I do a lot of fucking on the edges kind of stuff. You are a real dude, and I love you for having my guys back during the storm. I appreciate you and your comedy. You are truly funny. Good luck in London. Be safe out there. And I can't wait for you and Aries to come back to 
Joyzy. Um, does he have to be safe in London? It's not really a, you know. Yeah. Hey, bloke, give us your wallet. Give us all your goods. No, you got to worry about being stabbed because they don't have guns. So they stab people. Um, You know, I thought that was nice that he's, they sent that because, you know, I didn't even think about that till right now. You know, I heard, you know, what happened to Gerard. No one ever said, hey, Wait, 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 wait to stick in there. That's what my point was, yeah. man. That nigga, and, 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 damn, immediately. Not even a trial and error period. Let's see how it goes. He just went, I'm out. Yeah, but I, you know, what was funny, and I think I've already said this on the podcast, I didn't ask you anything because uh, I knew. Like, right. you already knew. Like, yeah. I, I know you. Yeah. There was nothing to say. It was like, all right, let's go. So, Not a good look for the black popul- for the black uh, delegation. <laughs> nigga. Well, you know, like I wasn't going to say, since you said that, the way some people came out. Some black folks turned their back on a nigga. Quick. Quick. Hmm. <laughs> or as Stewie would say, quick. No, cool. Who? That Stewie character has a little whip to it. Quick. Who with Who with it? Quick, who whip? You mean quick. whip Brian? Who Brian? <laughs> quick, quick! Told me to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. Um, Pancho Z, the God slash Obama debate. What up, brother Aries? Uh, this is Pancho Z again. Look, the way you feel when black people ask, "What did Obama do for us?" is the way I feel when you ask, "Why can't God fix all our problems?" Look, I get why you are confused why God doesn't save everybody from danger. But look, trying to explain God's actions to humans is like trying to explain how a television works to an ant. I got that reference from the Bill Maher movie, Religiousless. Um, Look, I don't have all the answers, but look, God created... God damn, I'm looking, nigga. Uh, God created the heavens (laughs) and the earth. (laughs) There was one out of 400 trillion odds that every human being faced in order to be born. Just think about that. We faced one out of 400 trillion odds to be living right now, and we have a whole life to become whatever we want to become. And if God helps or helps us or doesn't help us along the way, it doesn't matter. He made us. He gave us brains to think and bodies to work and earn a living. And if God is the owner of the team of life, then we should go out and win some championships. Okay? Yeah. I, I, like, I mean, I like the perspective. I mean, yeah. you, you can't explain God to us because we can't understand any of this. And in the game of life, not everybody wins championships, right? Yeah, my dad must have had some weak-ass sperm, though. Why? Because I'm just, I wish he could have had, you know, I just would have liked to have been a little bit more focused, more, like, astute, a little smarter, a little quicker. Mm-hmm. I take forever. A little to, better. A little better. Uh, I wish my dad had the genes to produce a huge cock so that my cock was big. You know what I mean? Uh, one time, my best friend Ish, he told me uh, when he was growing up, he's like, one time I remember seeing my dad in the bathroom out the shower and my dad's dick is huge. I just was like, damn, man. Why can't I have? Do you think your dad, you were a little kid when you saw it? 
What? What? Your dad's dick. No, he said he saw his dad's dick. Oh, his dick. dad's And it was yeah. huge? It was huge. Yeah, but is that because you're a kid? Because remember when you go to when you go back to your like elementary school, how how it looks small. Yeah, I'm, I'm your a, bedroom I'm, looks I'm, small. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna edge out this conversation. Everything looks small. I, Everything I, looks I'm, huge I'm, when you're I'm, a kid. I'm gonna edge out of this conversation. It probably was a small dick, slowly, and it was just that he was a little kid. Given the circumstances, I'm gonna slide up oh, out yeah, of this can, conversation. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Everything looks bigger when you're little, and then when you get bigger, everything uh, is small. Uh, uh, Terry Bow. <laughs> Episode dealing with the honeys. Um, great show, fellas. Missed the show in Schomburg because I didn't want to attend without my son as he has COVID. As he had COVID. Mm. Guess I get guess I get to pocket. Oh, guess I get to pocket the 40. I'd have had to spend on eats while they're not including the tip. It'll go towards the next show then. Anyway, as far as my <clears throat> tops in each race per se, white. Since Scarlett Johansson was taken, I'll go with Margot Robbie. Let me stop right there. What do you think about Margot Robbie? And I think she can be sexy. I think in Wolf of Wall Street, she was very, very sexy. sexy. Uh, but again, this is where you and I will go our different ways. She's very sexy. But then there's no extras. Ass ain't really big. Breasts aren't really big. And if you're a guy that that doesn't matter to you, then then she's a winner. I just said she I was, like extras. I just said she was sexy. Okay. There's, there's a difference. All right. Sexy can win though. Sexy can win the game. It, it doesn't mean that you get everything that you want, but sexy can win. You think Sandra Bernhardt is sexy? No, I think she's. I I don't think not so. at all. No. There's something sexy about her to me. Because she's a comic and she's no, funny? No, 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 no. Just there's a... Because she looks dirty and she'd do anything you wanted. Yes. Okay, that's the one. Yes. <laughs> yes, nigga. <laughs> to make up for the fact that she's a female creature. Yo, Chris, Steve, yo, Erwin, Ian, Brad, come here. Hey, yo. Chris is about to pull out his creature, nigga. Yo, what do you call her? Nigga, that's a Sandra Bernhardt. We never did a female creature. Mm. All right. That's, um, because, that's because you can do men. Men, you can't touch the women. That's because, punching down. And, and, no, it's because that's our misogyny, and we only we we have a male gaze that we only look at women in a certain way. Right. Because of uh, thousands of years. But, but ain't that that female quality they want to be included? You know, I don't understand how this is supposed to work. I don't understand because I, I can't apologize for what it and, and 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 women don't look at men in a certain way. And of course. They, and, and, and wait, wait, wait. This is the worst. Then the you know it's not even about us. It's about what we bring. Right. You know, if a girl brought some really good titties and an ass and a decent face, that's all she needed to get into the game. Right. We're not asking for a great job and skills that really. Uh, Validate you. Whereas a position, men, a position, men, what kind of car you drive, what kind of job you got, how much money do you make? Do you own your own home? Which is funny because I never see they talk about you, you, you know, it, it's just different. It's just, it's the way that it's put together. I know I'm, I'll butcher up Chris Rock's quote, but I think on his latest special, he said something to the degree of a man is loved. 
the only the only things that I've loved unconditionally are kids. And I want to say he said pets or dogs. He may not have, but I know he definitely said kids. He said men are only loved under the condition in terms of what they can provide. Um, all right. Terry, oh, this is still him. Oh, so he said Scarlett Johansson. Uh, he said Margot Robbie. Black, that's a tough one. So it's either Skylar Diggs or Hoops from the show, from the show where the women want to love the brother with the big clock around his neck. Oh, Flavor of Love. Uh, which, which name escapes me? Flavor of Love. Hispanic, how could you guys leave out Sofia Vergara? We talked about her. Okay. I've liked Selma for the longest, but you already picked her. Hope, uh, keep up the great work. Hope to see you in the Midwest soon. No $10. Ooh. Uh, no, you might be right. Um, What's her name? Sofia Vergara? Vergara? Vergara. She's the one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, she is. She, yeah, she's hot. Yeah. Um, But... She is. Maybe this is a white guy thing. Uh-oh, white guy eye. Her features aren't very dainty. Like they're a little more strong. Strong features, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're yeah. where where um who who do we who do we what was the white black who? No, the the Hispanic. Hispanic. Yeah. Well, uh Selma? It's very soft. Softer. I, I, there's nothing wrong. I I, I really like her, but I'm just saying, feature wise, is it a is it a plus or a minus for you? I I I I personally like softer features. Okay, that doesn't mean I don't see the beauty. What? But little softer features is nice. <laughs> so I'll never, so I'll never walk in a room and catch you in bed with Leslie Jones. Probably not. Okay. Unless she, you know, grabbed me by the arm and drank. No. Uh, you know, you know who I'll, I'll say, I'll say someone who, a white woman who. She would grab you by your ankles and drag you, you into in. the bedroom. I'll tell you who, a, a white woman that people find very beautiful, but she has very distinctive kind of, I think, hard features. And I think she's still pretty, but I mean, it's, um, who, now I'm going to forget her name. Who is Ben Affleck moved, uh, married oh, to? Uh, oh, Jesus. I love her. Oh, uh, fuck. And I love her. Oh, my goodness. This is killing me right now. Jennifer or something? Yeah, Jennifer. Is it Jennifer? What the fuck? I love her, dude. What, what, I'm not even going to look at it. She, she has hard right. feet. You know, she. No. She, yeah, that's a white guy. It's right. She has the jaw. She has the. Oh, I don't see that at all. Yeah. Okay. I don't see that at all. I'm not saying it's bad though. No, I I get you. You like what you like. I understand. I just said I out of the two, out of the two, I like a little softer feature, a little, you know, there's just different looks, but I like her lips. She has great lips. Jennifer, what is it, Jennifer? God, it's killing me. When I read the next email, look it up. Okay. Uh, but real quick, who's Skylar Diggs? Have you ever heard let's of her? Look, let's look her up. I, uh, Hoops, I could tell you this. Hoops has got a really cute face and great legs, great thighs. Um, but I think she's, uh, I think she likes filet of fish. Oh, Skylar Diggs. Skylar Diggs. I can't wait to see who this broad looks like. I'm not even sure I've heard that name before. Is it the basketball? She plays in the WNBA? Yeah. Well, considering she's in the WNBA, she's, yeah, that works. She plays for the Phoenix Mercury. 
Yeah, that works. I didn't even know. Yeah. Who's the chick that just retired? Tarasi? Yeah. She, played, she looks like a shark. There, there she is right there. Tarasi. Oh, next to, next. Oh, they both played her. Yeah, Tarasi, dude. Ooh. Well, she's older now. It's still, that's not. Yeah, yeah, that. They don't look like that when they're off the court, though. No, but she looks good on the court. court yeah. Skylar Diggs. I just can't get past that mannish, the mannish physicality that the WNBA players play with. Chest bumping and making mean faces while flexing. Just, ugh. Who? Oh, Ben Affleck's wife. Jennifer. John Miller. Jennifer Jennifer Garner. Garner. Yep. Jennifer Garner. Yeah, let me tell you something, man. Jennifer Garner. And see, Jennifer Cooley. See, like the, like the ch- I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's different. Nah, son. She's a dime. I, I did. What What am I saying? Stop I saying, saying it like I'm saying it's a bad thing. I get it. You like what you like. Yeah, but I didn't say I didn't like that. All I said is those are the harder features. Okay. I, you see harder. I don't. Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not mad at your picks, dog. Um, especially Skylar Diggs. Uh, now, and, now you have someone new. Yes, but again, I, I have to see her play. Will you like the WNBA more? She's decent and she looks good? Nah, man, because I just, to me, a woman is not supposed to physically maneuver like a dude. Okay. And then women maneuver like men. But so, but you have no problem with, uh, with uh, tennis players? <laughs> Serena Williams <laughs> doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't do that. She does do that. Not, not into that. Not the grunt, but she does do that. Yeah, yeah, she does do that. Yeah, yeah but yeah. not like, but not like what? Not like some of them make this like almost whistle sound. This, uh, okay. Oh, uh, I don't know what that is. If, if they did that in the WNBA, I'd watch after a jump shot. After a jump, <laughs> what was that? Uh, if Michael Jordan made that noise every time he dunked, would you still? Don't play? do that to me. Would you still? Don't, 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 don't do that. Would you, would you still? Don't do that to me. Like after he slammed in and he landed on the ground and, he, and, and when his feet touched the ground, he just went. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't understand the uh, ooh in the first place though. The ooh. Women, man, it, it takes a lot of, it, I, I don't know either. So let me not make something up, but. At least, and this is where it becomes chauvinistic. At least they're they're sounding like women. I, but I just don't understand where the sound. Like when when women play golf and they hit the tee shot, they don't go hit the tee shot and go, ooh, right? <laughs> they just don't do that. Right. It's just in tennis, and I I I think it was Jennifer Capriotti that started that a, a loud, really loud, where you Listen, really heard it. Um, um, I don't really like the MMA or or or. What is the other thing? UFC. I don't worry. I'm just not a, I'm not a I'm not a fan of that. You like boxing, but you don't like that. No. Well, my point is I don't watch the dudes. I'm not watching women in UFC and MMA. I don't want to see women do overly macho, aggressive physical shit. That's not a turn on to me. It's not a turn on to me. But if she loved boxing and she was good boxer. If you if your daughter came to you and said, you know, I really love boxing, you support really your kids at- no matter what. Okay. 
I'm gonna be like, look at my strong little bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, like I said, Layla Ali, when she cleans up, is a beautiful woman. But when she talks, you hear it. And you know, my dad, and I got a lot of my skills from my father watching him box. That bass in her voice. Ugh. That is not sexy to me. So and when she says, if I'm her husband, and she goes, I thought I told you to take out the trash. I don't want to feel like that. Like I'm being reprimanded by somebody who might knock me out. Didn't I tell you don't put that top dish on the bottom of the dishwasher? <laughs> Time to go to bed. Shut the TV off. Cut the light off. Turn the other way. Baby, can we please fuck dog style on your side? Those are your This <laughs> 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 my house. <laughs> yeah, man. I listen, and I've admitted it. I am chauvinistic to a degree. Let me tell you something, man. Something that I get a lot of pride in because I love, and I and, and even though I'm saying what I'm saying, I really love the fuck out of women, dude. One of my fantasies is to get back in a good place with my significant other, and I want my woman to let me dress her. If we go out, yo, let me pick out your heels. I want you to put this dress on, put this skirt on. I want to take her shopping, and I want to sit and watch her try on clothes and purchase some for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 I love, one of my things, I, lo I love a good heel on a woman. And I've said this before. When a woman has a nice leg, like this hoops chick, her legs are fantastic because she's athletic. But when a woman has a nice leg with a good heel and that motherfucking foot arch and that calf is popping out, oh, that's why I love Gemma, them legs, nigga, with them heels. Don't, don't joke. <laughs> but man, dude. Because <laughs> I, I knew you're going to say something. I wasn't going to say anything. That man, I love, oh, goodness, man. I love a dainty, I love a female. I love femininity. When a woman owns her femininity, I love that shit. That's why women in sports doing rugged shit, I just, uh, I don't know. That leg is not feminine on her. That on leg, Gemma? That leg would have got Dahmer excited. No, because he, no. Yep. No, because it was on a woman. He would have made the change for that nah, leg. That son. leg, he would have went, that's nah, that son. leg. I hate you sometimes. <laughs> um, I didn't feel like a whole meal today, so. <laughs> you asshole. Uh, you're an asshole. Uh, ba -ba 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 -ba. One big leg. That's a lineman leg. <laughs> Nigga, make the tackle. Yeah, go ahead. Make the fucking go tackle. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ugh. Uh, Mr. Marcus. What if you got married? If you got, if you guys got, if you met her, yes, and you got married, and you got went to the hotel that night, mm -hmm. and she wanted to be carried across the threshold. If we got married, picture, <laughs> picture a dark room, pitch black, you can't see nothing, and all of a sudden the door is kicked open, and the light switch is flipped on, and she's carrying me. <laughs> that that's that makes sense. Yeah. That's and I think that finally described. That's what I want. Let me tell you woman. something. I need a girl that I know that I could pick up and carry. Let me tell you something. Threshold. I said this before. I don't eat any woman's snatch uh, because to me, pussy is like escargot. You don't eat 
any or you just don't, I, I, or I, you I, only I'm, select I'm it? I'm getting to it. Okay. Pussy to me is like snails. It's an acquired taste. But I can only taste it or attempt to taste it if the shell, meaning the rest of the body, looks a certain way. But what I do when I do get ready to eat pussy, the thing that excites me, there's a fume that exists around the pussy before you physically touch it or taste it. There's a fume where you... That fume gets me more excited just before I taste it and touch it with my tongue. Because that fume, there's a, there's a potency in that fume, if you know what I mean. Like when Al Pacino describes in, uh, I think it's the Ocean's Eleven movie, or whatever movie, craps. The excitement is in the role. Just before the dice hit the table. Not when an actual number comes up. It's when it's rolling. That's where the fucking the adrenaline rush is before it stops. When I get near the pussy and I can feel the heat and the fume tickle my nose hairs. Damn. I feel it in my body like my organs are shaking. So you'd rather... Go home with your girl after you've been like out at night, right. dancing, dancing, getting, getting sweaty, sweaty. She look good, and and as you as you as you 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 turn around so her backside is to your front side, and you get on your knees and you slowly, especially if your girl got an ass. This is what's great about black women and Hispanic women. If your girl got an ass and you peel them panties over that hump, and you get them just below the bottom of the cheeks where the top of the thigh connects and you could see the hole, the taco, and you put your nose right in that <laughs> space. <laughs> and you inhale that fume and that heat. Oh, if that don't get your dick hard, <laughs> come on, man. Come on. If you got a bad taco and it's like smelling salt on a boxer and you yank your face away hard, that ain't good. But when you fucking... Shit. So she came out fresh out of the shower. You don't want that. You need... Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Fresh out the shower is good too. Because what happens is the hotter the water, that the, the steam and the heat from the water, her skin is hot. Yeah. And when you feel that the hot skin and wetness drip down your your no your nasal passage, oh god, <laughs> oh man, oh oh man, it makes my knees weak, dog. Don't breathe in like that and say Andy again. Ever, <laughs> never do that again. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that again. Okay. All right. Told me to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business, Mister Marcus. Um, Andreas comedy, motherfucking Andreas. Don't forget the hard R role. Uh, yo, real quick, my brother can never be. Yo, real quick, my brother can never be referred to as Andy again. Real quick. Oh, real quick, my brother can never. This is why fucking punctuation matters. 
Black lives and punctuation matters. You had a run-on sentence. That's your shirt. What? Punctuation matters. Punctuation matters. Right. He, yo, real quick, my brother can never be... Like, <laughs> real quick, pause. My brother can never be referred to as Andy again. Your name alone is a... And that's how I get pussy. Uh, while watching Rabisi and Sneaky Pete. Rabisi? Yeah. Giovanni Ribisi. Giovanni Ribisi. There is no more of an Italian name than that. Giovanni is very Italian. Yeah. And so is Ribisi. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see Andreas doing a show similar. It's a dope series. He's a con man with more getaways than the Queen of South, which I actually didn't like. What? I just heard Ep, you you're with him. I know you are. I just heard Ep two two eighty seven chariots of Andy. I think based on current times, Aries, I want to give you a chariot and pat you on the back, my guy. If O Steve could play that chariots of fire for you, your consolation prize: two fat bitches and a four for four. Nah, two slim bitches and a Fitbit watch. I don't know. Hope it works. Stay blessed, my brethren. Have you seen Sneaky Pete? I, I've seen. A little bit of it. I haven't seen it. I want to see because I like him. I think it takes place a, in London, right? Yeah, I, I, I guess so. Okay. He is a great actor. Gio, I, Giovanni Ribisi is a beast. The fucking what we watched, the Godfather thing. Yeah, but he was even in Friends. Right. And he played this goofy-ass character. And I, I, the way he stayed in character and the way he did everything, unbelievable. Now let's go back to Dwayne Curse's email when he talked about funny moments uh, by underrated Dudes, and before I say the scene, I forgot. Let me give that award to everything Jason Bateman. Yeah, that's true. Everything Jason Bateman, but specifically to Giovanni, again, dramatic and comedy. Two hard things to pull off, especially if you're doing comedy and you're not a comedian. Fucking, of course, the Godfather thing that he was in, playing the mobster, and dude, fucking Ted. The oh, Mark Wahlberg bear God. movie. Yeah. I think we're alone now. When that motherfucker is drinking the juice at the sippy at the sippy box and gyrating to what's that singer's name? I think we're Debbie Gibson. I think we're alone now. Nigga. To come to commit to that character. Man. And people gotta understand, you know, it's one thing because you're seeing it. There's a whole crew, and you're gonna make a total fucking ass of yourself. Man, you are committed to that character to get deep into it, to get into that fucking place. Right. Where that isn't nothing else matters except getting that, getting that right. Right. That's that. It, yes. Again, dude, I, now that now that I fucking remembered fucking uh, uh, Jason Bateman, dude, and fucking uh, vacation, that movie vacation, the phase on love was in along with uh, ba, 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 Vince Vaughn. And again, uh, my man Vince Vaughn and... Well, they're with their wives, right? To, yes. to fix their marriages. Yeah, on the island. And my man, who, I forget his name, he was in Swingers. He's always He was with Vince Vaughn. You know who I'm talking about. He played Iron Man's oh, yeah, driver. Yeah, yeah, um, I can't remember his name. John Favreau. John Favreau. Favreau. And him, Favreau, and Vaughn are in the steam room talking, and it's like gay innuendo. And fucking uh, Jason Bateman walks in. He's standing there. He's hearing this conversation. The way he just slams the door and the face 
and did I, am I interrupted? The way again, he delivers sarcasm and wit in such a sharp, subtle, and sometimes not so subtle way. Jason Bateman is the man when it comes to that shit. It's 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 I, I'm going to use the word soft again. The way he puts his lines out there. Yes. It's it's just it it just floats. Yes. It, it, it isn't. It floats with weight. Yeah. Yes. And I like that when you say it floats because it's not soft, but it's light. Yeah. It, floats, it floats, but it carries weight. Yeah. It just comes oh. out. It comes at you in a way. Yeah. It just comes at you. I got to say now that now it's coming to me now. I got to say who else I got to give that to. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is another one. Comedically wit, sarcasm, float with weight. Those movies, those two sequels he did with, with, with Sam Jackson, the bodyguards, wife or husband yeah. or whatever that is. Man, my favorite movie, one of my favorite movies with Ryan Reynolds, Waiting. Oh, yeah. But that, oh, man. That's a different kind of movie. Right, but because but because he's not playing necessarily the straight man in that. He's not he's not the straight man in that. But he in, is in, the he is the the heartthrob lead. Yeah, in uh, in the movie that you're talking with Samuel L. Jackson, he's a straight. That's these guys. The, the straight guy is so hard to play. This yes, because yes. you, you have moments and you have to be able to the way that you, to to be funny without purposely being the funny guy. Not taking the, and that's how you get the scene is by not taking the scene. Ah, there you go. That's why when Andy and I eventually get around and talk about let's do it again, Bill Cosby and Sidney Poitier. Sidney Poitier is the most dramatic motherfucker on the planet. Matter of fact, I think the only comedies he's ever done were the Bill Cosby movies. But for a dude to be so straight and known as a dramatic force, he's funny. He's fucking funny. And what, what I love about it is, if he had any insecurities or doubts, look who his teacher is, his co-star, yeah, Bill Cosby. That's better than a director. You got a guy guiding you to go, hey, do this, say this, pull back on this, showing you what comedy is. So if you have any doubts, yo, your, your man is so-and-so right by your side the whole movie. Like if, if you had to do a comedy alone, where you're the star, but you got nobody to bounce off of, I would be terrified if I'm not a comedian. Because your, your every insecurity would be, am I funny? Am I funny? Did it, does the scene work? Was I funny? Same thing with Billy Crystal and De Niro. And to analyze this movies. He's, he's with Billy. He's in good hands. Oh, God. You know, since we went down this, and this wasn't where we were in this. God, now it's like we fucking the dams have broken. The fucking, the levees yeah. and Katrina. Once you said it, uh, it's my favorite one. It's the person that I think who really captured how to do it. Who? Dean Martin with every Jerry Lewis movie. There you go. There you go. Look at what his teacher is. But Dean Martin never tried to steal the scene, but he got the right. scene. And he, he, his funny was that, again, it's right. that float. It's that you throw it out there right. and it resonates. It doesn't dominate. And it, 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 it plays right. <laughs> right. Dude, that fucking scene. And he's, he's, again, he's not a comedian. They analyze this. I get the two confused. They analyze the second one is when he got out of prison. That fucking scene, there's so many moments. He's fucking his girlfriend so loud. Billy Crystal uh, knocks on the door. De Niro opens it up and he goes, 
you know, the noise. He doesn't refer to the noise because that would give up, give away the joke. But he basically says, he's trying to tell him, keep it down. And he goes, because my son. And then Hero looks at the broad of the bed. And he goes, I don't know, but I'll ask. Thinking, you know, Billy Crystal is hinting at, can my son fuck your girl? So the way De Niro looked at his broad and then looked at Billy and went, I don't know, but I'll ask. Fucking genius. When he, when he goes, when when Billy Crystal goes, uh, you want something to eat? Oh, uh, Robert De Niro is hinting that he wants some pussy. But 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 uh, Crystal thinks that what he wants is, is food. And he goes, yeah, because that's what I've been fucking thinking about for the last however many years. A roast beef sandwich, a fucking roast beef. And he does the thing where he's like, he's miming, he's fucking a roast beef. I'm, I'm fucking it up. But man, that movie has so many fucking moments. But you have to play, if you're going to do a mob guy and he has to be funny, that's how you have to play it. Because it's, he's playing that to be funny, but with the absence of funny. Like when he's fucking the roast beef, that's funny. Right. But you got to play with the absence of being funny. Right. And the attitude of still being the mobster. mobster. But you know who does a great job in this movie also, this movie that you're talking about? His bodyguard. Oh, jelly. Yeah. It's always perfect. Jelly. Some of the the off lines he had when when when, when, when they're at the party, the wedding reception party, and De Niro and Crystal go off. Because De Niro wants to share with him this weird dream. And he tells Jelly, don't follow. Just wait in the back. Just give us distance. And he says, don't listen. And he says the part about the dream with the limp dick. And you just hear Jelly go, that's fucking weird. <laughs> like, it just, oh, man, dude. Th- yeah. God. Absolutely. Now you're just rocky. What? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay. Um... Terry Bow. Did we answer all the other questions in that last one? Did we? What was uh, it? We got into so off the rails that I don't even remember what it was. Uh, yeah. Oh no, he was he was a compliment. Oh, yeah, about the women. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We we did it. We did. Um, Anu Anubi. Oh wait, let me see. Uh. Christopher, Christopher Cornute, Christopher Cornute, uh, send, send to your Instagram as well. Positive vibes. Yo, Aries, positive vibes. Fuck the haters. The lengths these people will go to try and ruin a motherfucker's career is ridiculous. Everybody that rock with you already know what kind of person you are. Comedically, you got to test boundaries and sometimes the shit don't work. Who give a fuck? Motherfuckers is wildin'. I just want to make sure that you hear from your fans because I know the haters are loud right now. We all love you and support you both. And Andy, Chris from Tokyo. No, that's cool. Oh shit, we in Tokyo, nigga. Damn, I should have. We should have read this with our shoes off. But oh, that's Japan. When you go down to eat, they make you take your shoes off. Yeah, that's Tokyo. That's Tokyo, right? Well, Japan, Tokyo, Japan. Oh, look at me with my dumbass. All right, I, I didn't know that they were the same thing. I thought they were two different places. This is why you got to stay in school, kids, so that you can know shit like this in case you are either next to Andy or on Jeopardy. Uh, what is what is Tokyo, Japan? All right, let me try to read this one more. But This is specific. I want to find this person because I've been putting this off and I don't want her to think 
we don't love her. Um, come on, where are you? I think her name is Sarah. Looking for Sarah. Looking for Sarah. Uh, oh, here it is. Uh, dude, I, I know this is just out of the blue, but I got to say, um, and I've seen this clip in several comedy clubs we've been to, and they're playing it here in Nyack. When they do the opening of Who's Coming, mm-hmm. not even the, of Who's Coming, but the montage of comedians on stage, you got Chris Rock, and then they show, show one, I think her name is Liza Schillinger. You know Liza, Liza. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. She does this Schlesinger. move. Schlesinger. She does this move in the clip. She parts her legs, and then she shimmies from left to right. That makes that scene makes my dick hard. Her thighs, nigga, the way when she shimmies and moves like that, it's so sexy. I know, I, I know it's really, if the word is arbitrary, arbitrary. It's arbitrary. Just, arbitrary. It's just out of the blue. But every time I see that clip, I'm like, God damn. I haven't seen it. I have to watch it. Yeah, she just this thong and her legs part. She shimmies from left to right. She's a lot. She's a lot? Comedically? She's she's a very nice person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she just... Dude, I would love to throw it in Sarah Silverman. <laughs> I, would, I would love to fuck Sarah Silverman. <laughs> I love that you said throw it in. Oh, uh, God. She is hot to me, man. Yeah. Ooh, she's hot to me. Sarah Silverman or Whitney Cummings? For me? Yes. Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman or Slizinger? Is it, is, is, do I have to talk to the person before, during, or after? No. I still have to look at myself in the mirror. Uh, Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman or Nikki Glaser? Sarah Silverman. And I know the answer to this one. Sarah Silverman or Amy Schumer? Sarah Silverman. Why even the pause? Because, okay. I I got to work with uh, Amy Schumer. When? Once. Uh, Oh, really? A couple times. Actually, yeah. And I hung out with her quite a bit because I had to take her to press and stuff when back in way back in the day. And she was she's actually really nice. And there's some really cute things about her. And uh, there were some things I found attractive about her. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is this pre uh chunky? Yeah. Yeah, when she was skinny, dude, she was, you know, that one special she did. On HBO that I think Chris Rock produced when she was totally skinny. Yeah. She was she was cutie. Yeah. Now uh, well, she's mom and everything now. Motherfuckers is moms and still right. Different story, but no, no, there's I like her pre biscuits done. And she was very she's very uh her comedy can be she, she can be pretty aggressive in comedy. I I, I found her to be funny. I know there's issues. <laughs> there's some funny things that she said that I've enjoyed her, and I I, I, thought, I mean she had normal. She didn't hold back. If I asked her any questions, she gave me an answer. Okay. So you I, mean in a personal conversation? Yeah. yeah. All right. So. Uh, Sarah Silverman or Tiffany Ash. I don't know Tiffany. I don't know Sarah 
Silverman. I, I met Tiffany a little bit, you know, talked to her. Well, so it's Tiffany Haddish? It's probably still, I like Sarah Silverman, but Tiffany seems like she could be a lot of fun. <laughs> Sarah Silverman or some more. Oh, Sarah Silverman. It's too black for you. I, 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 I listen to her comedy and I'm like still sometimes going, what? Last one, Sarah Silverman. She's Mo- funny though. I'm not, don't, don't, don't take that wrong. She's just funny, though, but she's. Right. Too much? Too much. Uh, Sarah Silverman or Monique? Oh, Sarah Silverman. <laughs> All right. Because Monique, you have to bring flowers no matter what. You give me that white dick, baby. You, you know, she requires flowers on stage. What do you mean? She requires a bouquet of flowers. From for, who? From the club to do her shows. And I'm the fucking asshole. Didn't she win an award? Yeah. So she requires flowers. <sighs> Go get yourself an Academy Award. We'll give you flowers. If I ever get an Academy Award, I'm going to ask for something so weird. Um, Eddie Griffin's got the best, had the best. A pair for Air Force Ones. For, for every show. Not, not for the night, for every show. What if I said, for every show I want a PS5? You know what would be awesome? If he had someone on his crew that came with him and the dude's only job was to lace up Eddie's shoes like they do. When you first get the shoes, it's always the best lace up. Right. You get, he has, and that's his only job. Laces them up, slides them in, sends them out. Mm. Fonsworth <laughs> Bentley. Uh, Sarah Gershom, a loyal bitch badge holder with a very different upbringing. <clears throat> Okay, what's up, Aries and Andy? I'm one of your loyal bitch badge holders. It's my first email, but I've been a long time fan, even before the podcast. I have this, oh shit. I have this horrible picture of me and Aries at the Charlotte Comedy Club. Aries looked fine. I looked a mess. Anyway, got caught up with the podcast months ago. I work so much, I barely get time to sleep. But I am on vacation and closing on a house, which means I've got time to finally send an email. I'm not going to overwhelm you with my first email, but I do want to give you some feedback from a white woman with a very different upbringing. My parents were civil rights activists. My dad sat me down at 12 years old and explained to me that all humans came from Africa. I like this bitch. Uh, He explained to me how over a million years ago, some human-like people left Africa and went to the Northern Hemisphere, which led to an evolutionary adaption Adapt, oh, sorry, adapt, adaptation that protected them from the cold tundra and food scarcity. Due to the lack of a tropical climate with hard winters, these people lost their melanin, grew longer fingers with hard nails and longer pointier noses because these people lived in an environment, you've alluded to this, mm-hmm. which made them more of a scavenger and less of a hunter and harvester. Digging into the cold ground, looking for anything to eat to survive as well as as well as living off dead things left in the snow, as the way of these people uh, was the way of these people for a very long time. This also changed their brain functioning. It brought a sense of fear, which eventually created a gene that developed manipulative and violent tendencies. Um, funny how it was mostly the Europeans who wanted to mostly wanted to and mostly did take over and depleted the globe for resources, aka colonization, imperialism. People in the more tropical climates were not pressed to take over other territories. I'm wondering if she's saying what I think she's saying. I am not saying there weren't clans in tropical climates to battle with other clans, but as far as spreading across the globe, 
to control the other populations. Only the white and some Asian folk did that. In fact, most uh, melanated indigenous people did not even think of the land as their possession, but more of a community or shared land. They understood the importance of taking care of all the clan of the land. All American public school educational books only teach about other countries, cultures, post-colonization and imperialism. Never have we read a book about Timbuktu or Mansa Musa or how Africa was far ahead of the globe in melting and forming metals than any other continent. Science and math were created and perfected in Africa. Greek scholars who invented science and math did so after visiting Africa. Think Nas, I can. He does a great job breaking it down. So let's take it from the ancient Roman Empire to the modern, modern American history. We are now in late stage capitalism, which, in my opinion, has created the falling of this empire, just like how Rome burned down. Capitalism is based in white supremacy. I will happily debate that in the future emails. Uh, it's not surprising that being brought up in a home where my parents were anti-capitalism and anti-racism, I went on to get a degree in social work and political science. I took a course in African-American history to be the classic white girl trope. I cried every single day in the class due to the horrors Africans and people of color have endured at the hands of the white man. <clears throat> the professor was African from Johannesburg. We learned everything from African history before imperialism up to modern day racism, oppression of people of color in the Western world. Many of our uh, American traditions and sayings were adopted from Africans throughout the enslavement of African people. Another point, which I will happily discuss in, the, in a future email. Yet there's one common thread. White people did this shit and only white people can undo this shit. It's completely disgusting to expect the survivors of centuries of racism to change a racist system. I want to do whatever is possible to undo what my ancestors and relatives are doing now. I want to dismantle this oppressive system. My dad played African drums up till he was too weak from cancer. I took care of him till his last breath. My mom broke glass ceilings. It was a strong female community leader who worked to politically fight against racism. I am so grateful to be brought up that much differently than most white Americans. I love the podcast and I hope it continues on forever. I love the new podcast, Sophisticated Scoundrels, as well. Womp, womp, womp. Just wanted to give some insight for someone who was instilled with the knowledge that my whiteness is not a badge of supremacy, but rather a representation of oppression, that in which white people must change the trajectory of suppression and racism. Uh, we cannot expect people of color to correct the same system that afflicts them. Hope this makes it to the podcast. And if you'd like more on what I have touched on, I'll send another scroll slash book. No, she said email. Uh, love you both in solidarity. <laughs> Sarah. Oh, Southern pronunciation of Sarah. Sarah. Oh, Sarah. Uh, and then she gives a picture of her family. If that's her oh, picture of me, dad and brother, my son, uh, who obviously is half black, 2014. Thank you, baby. And I knew halfway into reading it, which is why I asked if she's going where I think she's going. And I'm glad you went there. Um, thank you for that. It was a history lesson and it was facts. Uh, and it's what a lot of black people have always been preaching, that we are the original man. And I, I don't want to make this come off like it's because it's not about any kind of superiority over anyone but just the fact that our value is there. It's there to be read. 
It's there to be seen. It's there. If people are willing to dig through the crates and do the homework, and then if they are willing to succumb to that powerful truth without feeling a certain kind of way. My question, though, is this, and I, and I, and I, 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 I salute you because I always say I love it when white people give a shit. I love it when white people take the time to actually do the homework because, again, if you're a human being with a real heart and you have any kind of empathy about you and love about you, um, you know, there's no way knowing that uh, that you could feel the wrong kind of way about black folks. But it starts with having to give a shit and truly you give a shit. My only question is this, and I get curious about this sometimes. You have a black son. So you have a reason to be invested. Now that still, it starts with your upbringing as you explain. Uh, But I, and I don't, not that I'm trying to make this a factor, but I wonder, well, maybe I'm answering my own question. I'm, I'm trying to say, if you didn't have a black son, which means you have a black counterpart, would you have been in as invested? But I, I think I'm answering my own question because you said you were brought up different. So with, with, with the way you were brought up, you were already invested. You were bred to be invested. But I sometimes wonder, white people that have black children, do they all invest because they go, well, I got a black child, so I, I should know. Or are there some that have a black child and don't care no more than the fact that, yeah, I just happen to have a black child. I could give a fuck about all that. That I'd like to know. Uh, I I don't agree with her on 100% on everything she said in there. Really? Yeah, because, uh, I mean, we can get into it uh, if we want to, but send me your alternative for capitalism uh, because we know out of the system's that are that have been created, what has worked overall, what hasn't worked, uh, and we know uh, what has happened through some of those systems. I'm not saying capitalism is is, is a work is, is without problems. It definitely is. Um, and when you talk about, if we're talking about today, I, I'm agreeing with her quite a bit. But when you say things like, uh, she made it too pretty to me. She 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 said. Uh, when she was talking about, how did she say it? Island or she tropical people? Mm-hmm. People, no, there were kings, and they were there were the the lower levels of of that structure. There was an there were there was a hierarchy. Uh, there was tribes, tribes fought. Go to this country. That's why there's so many uh, tribes, and the tribes. Some tribes got along. Some tribes didn't get along. There's always been this. Uh, when we talk about when you brought up slavery, yes, the, the what what is here, yes, but slavery has always been part of the world experience from very early on. I I I don't like it when. Well, it's, let me ask you a question. I have to ask because yeah. because you, you said that, and you said that. Bill Morris said that. Many white people who I have argued with, that's always their go-to when we talk about American slavery. Well, blacks sold blacks into slaves from Africa, so there's been slavery. But my question is, and I'm asking you this because I don't know, has the brutality been the same? America is especially, was especially brutal. That's why America oh, has extra on this. Right. So and that's why I said, I said there was a difference, though. I said, 
Uh, I understand if she's talking about today, I'm under, I'm with her, but she went back into history and she eliminated just a whole part of, uh, of what has happened in this world. Right. And so I, uh, and, and, and I don't mind where she's talking about from today's perspective, but when you blanket it in the whole thing, there's more to be discussed because things aren't, you can't make everything just seem bad on one side and, and like there was no bad over there. Yeah, we're humans and we've had bad uh, since since recorded time, I guess. Uh, but I, I like what you said. I agreed with most of it. I just don't like when it gets that empty. And when you brought up capitalism, but you didn't bring up what the alternative was. Um, I, I need to I, I have to have some understanding of that. Uh, in order to go, yeah, I'm behind this 100%. But I like where you are. I like what you're saying. I like what I like it. I'm just feeling there's some holes in, in some of the things that you said. So that that's what I would be interested in. Yeah, and I should, Sarah, introduce you to uh, Dwayne Curse because he too wrote novels. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe now he can induct you into his class on Cliff Notes. Uh, but no, I, you know, as an introduction to who you are and what you were about, I understand the length. Uh, but goddamn, I was about to take a break, like a lunch break, come back to that shit. <laughs> that was a mini series. It was good though. I, I mean, I got a lot, I actually got a lot out of it. So I, I just, you know, I'd like to see some more from you. I'd like to hear some more of your thoughts. Uh, Dude, I, I remember it. one time, once upon a time ago in a long distant future. Uh, I remember a black girl broke down the whole white people's go-to on blacks selling blacks into slavery. I didn't even bring that up, though. That's not what I said. I said there right. was a hierarchy. There was kings. Right. And so then there was, it, there's a hierarchy if there's a king. But my point in bringing that up was that's one of the things that I wish I was truly educated on so that when I ever got into those arguments... I could debunk that shit as eloquently and as articulately and as intelligently as this young black girl broke it down to me, what the reality of it was. Because that's the same kind of, it's got the same energy as when you talk about racism in America, the white folks to go, well, what about Chicago? What about black on black crime? That that somehow negates police brutality and, and the mistreatment of black people by the police. Whenever you bring up slavery, there are white people who go, yeah, but black people sold black people into slavery. It started with y'all. And again, I don't, I'm not information-wise equipped to shoot that out of the air like a skeet shot the way I want to. But the way this black girl broke it down, when I read it, I was like, yeah, that's what I, it's, yeah. There is responsibility, though, for that as well. But... <clears throat> First, you got to take responsibility for the actions that you can contend with. We can contend with those, but take responsibility for these actions right here. Um, that thing is not going to stop doing that, huh? Man. Um, yeah, this is a different discussion. I, I mean, I'd rather yeah, get into no, no, it. We, yeah, we don't have to. I, I, I just, you know, um, there's nothing sexier than when you have an ammo of facts. And you know what the fuck you're talking about. And you can, you know, skeet shoot somebody's bullshit out of the air. Because the bottom line, and you just said it, 
rather than deal with the truth, they deflect to some other else. shit. And it's like, even if you, if there is some, some substantial uh, validity to, to what you're saying, how the fuck does that negate th- this other truth? You know? And that, that to me is irresponsible. Well, okay. And it is irresponsible because we could talk about, first of all, America wasn't the biggest importer of slaves. Brazil was. They had more slaves. Well, so, so, so does that negate any of the conversation now? No, it doesn't. It's what we did here in this country and how it was put together and how it was used and how chattel slavery was put together. This is a whole different conversation. All conversations can be had, but you can't use one conversation to uh, affect another conversation if they don't have any relationship. Right. And, and so I do really agree with what you're saying there. Uh, police brutality and uh, police brutality. Uh, I don't want to go. Let, let, let's go. Uh, uh, there's another way I wanted to say this. Just because there is uh, dangerous places that are in areas that are mainly black and have had problems, that doesn't indicate <laughs> that there's people that don't. Why would that have anything to do with police? beating an un- unnecessarily a-, a black man who's not doing anything that doesn't deserve that. What, what are those two have in common with them? I-, I don't understand. I don't understand the commonality when anybody would go, yeah, but what about this? Well, that is a separate, that it is definitely a problem. It needs to be addressed, but it's a separate problem. They're not the same problem. Uh, you know, I, I, Things that happen in one person's house are not the same problem that happens in another person's house. These are how these are things that we have to contend with. But we deflect. And I like the word deflect. We deflect to something else so that we don't have to deal with the problem that's in front of us. I don't know if this is like the best analogy to some degree, but it's like, you know, if a guy, you know, when there's these mass school shootings or these mass shootings, uh, the same way people that deflect from the atrocities of slavery that were uh, that were committed by, you know their ancestors and to deflect from that and go as though, you know, somehow that is not, that is that we could deflect from that because blacks are the ones who slow sold each other into slavery. So somehow that negates what our forefathers and our ancestors did. Like that doesn't matter. Well, it's like, okay, well, if you're going to go there, why blame the the, the school shooter or, or, or the mass shooter? Why not arrest and blame the person that sold them the gun? Because if they didn't sell them the gun, they wouldn't have been able to shoot shit up. But they're trying to do that now. Now they're trying to go to the manufacturer. To the to, when they sue someone, now they sue the manufacturer. They sue the, the gun okay. salesman. So they are doing that because no one wants to take care of the actual problems. Okay, but my my okay, and and I guess that's a good thing, right? I don't being know. able to sue the that's a good thing. I I, I don't know. I don't know because don't if know. it's legal to sell guns here, what law has the gun person broken? That's selling the gun. They got to earn a living. And if they're, as long as they adhere to the rules that are, that are required for somebody to buy a gun, are they not, are, are, are they doing, are they breaking, are they uh, committing a crime? Are they breaking the law? But somehow to go, uh, yeah, because uh, black, so black, so forget what we did. Okay. That's almost feels like the same thing to me. It's like, it is the same thing. Right. You know, so, so fuck the guys that shoot up everything. They're not responsible. Let's not hold them accountable because whose fault it really is is the people that sold them the gun. That's just bullshit. Again, I just wish I, you know, maybe I could do my homework. 
I just wish I, I had the, the 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 real answer to 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 debate that or debunk well, that. It would be great if there was real answers. The real answer right now is uh, okay. Let let let's you know this is this is doesn't make any sense, but I'll say it this way: we can take all the history we want. What are we doing to fix now? Because we can't do anything about history till we fix now. We have to change the way our attitudes and how we work together now so that so that I, I, it's great that you want to tear down a, a statue because it, it affects you it affects people and from history and it's a problem. But that's not change affecting us on how we do what we do today. We need to affect what we do today and going forward. People want to, and I do understand that the past, and, and I, I, you shouldn't use the statue because, yes, the statue can affect how we look at things today. Uh, that wasn't my point to get to that. I'm just saying we're, we're worried about the past, and we rightfully should be aware of what the past is. Like we just said about music, how that influences, it creates, it, it changes things. It, it makes us, it, if we know the past, we, we tend not to repeat it if it's bad. Right. But we still need to be accountable for what's going on right now, fix that, move forward, and we can correct the, the, the issues in our past. We're trying to correct issues in our past without making ourselves better today. We can acknowledge that there's things wrong with our past, correct what we're doing today, fix our future, and then we can go back and address these things that we have to from the past. But we have to, we have to be current as well. You're here. I mean, I want my kids to be able to have food on their table uh, 10, 15, 20 years from now. Uh, I need to worry about fixing today's problems. Right. All right. Uh, There it be. That doesn't mean I don't believe I have responsibility for old problems. It just means I need to fix today's. Uh, If you listen to this in order, you're going to listen to this on the 20th, uh, and you're going to be, you can know if you're at the, Funny Bone in Virginia. You're going to see Aerie Spears October 21st and 22nd. Here it goes. At least it's your room. Jeez, for the first time. Just a bit outside. I mean, that's the second time. Cleveland. October, uh, and I'm not going to be there. That's Aries on his own. October 21st and 22nd at the Richmond Funny Bone. October 28th through the 30th, Aries and I will be back together. I'm back from uh, my little European. The boys are back in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when the boys are back, there ain't no fooling around. And that is on the 48-hour soundtrack, The Bus Boys. Um, But if I did decide to become a thief, what makes you think you can catch me? Can I have my lighter back ready? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, October, I said 28th through the 30th, I'm back. And Aries and I are together at the Orlando, Florida Improv. November 10th through the 13th, we're going to be at Chuckles in Tennessee where we're going to go see some shit for a change. I got to win room. this race. Lemonade. I can't drink. <laughs> November 18th through the 20th, we'll be at Tampa, Florida at the Improv in Tampa, Florida. Well, in Ybor City. November 18th through the 20th. November 25th through the 27th, Aries is going to be at Helium uh, Helium, Indianapolis. And I am going to be at Tempe Improv in Tempe, Arizona, having uh, Thanksgiving with my kids. December 1st through the 4th, uh, 
we're going to be at the Ontario California Improv. Very much looking forward to being back there. Haven't been back in a while. Uh, and then December 29th through the 31st. Baltimore. For New Year's Eve. Merlin. Come on out. Uh, just a big shout out to uh, Helium Buffalo, New York. January 5th through the 8th. Looking forward to being back there. In the cold. I live a life is full and every baby of the night wants more. Excuse me. All right. Um, Epic Blaze. Uh, <laughs> music for Spears and Steinbeck podcast. Steinbeck. It sounds Jewy. Yeah. Uh, Aries and Spears and Steinbeck. It's really Steinberg, but you said Steinbeck. All right. Hey, Aries, this is D Epic and K Blaze. We would like our song to be played on your podcast. Uh, our Instagram is Epic Blaze Me at E P I C B L A Z E M E. Ooh, shit. Ooh. I think the song is called Perfect by Epic Blaze. I'm here to resurrect the sound that nobody has to interpret. All these rappers sound the same, even though it's a thousand versions. I say, listen with your heart before you go and make that purchase. I'm about to uppercut Hadouken Dragon, kick you now, you burning. I'm here to work the earth until it's burning. Cross arm on every stage with the curtains up. I'm the guy that multiplies and I'm from the shy like a nervous hug. I roll control like I own a drone and move through the hole that you surfaced up. I whack a mole and I stand alone and I throw this off for you to turn a slug. I'm Damien, I don't play with kids. Yo, Favorite rappers, Canadian. All fake fiction, they rape tradition. Them devil sound in Tasmanian. I took this shit so long that I'm tired of being humble. Y'all been eating dick so long, I see why all you do is mumble. I don't check for taxes, grab the cash, don't care if it comes from China. Your hair is bad with a panda mask, and you put in no designer. You want a poor assignment to support the violence? My sports align with on a court with Ivis and a false asylum kid or order pilot with the force of firemen, so throw an iron man. Salt the dryness, so I brought the climate without a halt the virus in the flawed environment. From 95 with the Talking nod to the Mars inspired dumb archetypes and fits. Am I supposed to buy it? Nope. Am I the one to ride? But you can last one damn my shoes. You Tom Cruise, you report to mine as I'm pro. Place, place, place. I'm here to restore that vision. You surgery on this genre. Just take a small incision. He swim and claim that sickness. They got a solid stitching. They went viral from a down spiral. That's why they got us twisted. They lied to y'all for the fast money. In a small car with a crash dummy. As juvenile, I've seen murder. Now it's no limit to this cash money. Blazing up. Nope, from the same city he rose from. And ain't talking about no bullshit. I'm from the same block he rose from. On that Lauren Hill, and it's educated. They say somebody parts benefited. They rap about sex, account without tracks. The whole vagina's been eviscerated. It's a new generation of activists, not soft hearted nor pacifist. I should book a flight to see Dr. Phil and get paid off a whole bunch of rashness. Y'all call him. Thanks for listening to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Ari Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer, Big Papa, Robert Kelly, and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. You don't like to do it face to face? No, I don't I don't like that way. I don't like to see the face. Nina. Nope.
That's crazy. Look. You can get a doggy style, you can get a ling on your side. Those are your only choices. This is my house and I get the say. Got it? 